Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, presented by Conserve the Wild, your destination for an unfiltered look at conservation. Now let's get wild. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Conservation Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Jason Creighton, and this is episode number 40, Catching Up. Today, I'm going to talk with Talon. He's finally got some free time, moved into his new house, and we're going to catch you all up on what we've been up to over the last couple weeks. We've had some great guests over the past couple weeks, but we want to just give you a heads up on what we've been up to and a little bit of what we're excited about here in the next couple weeks. So let's just go ahead and get started right now. Hey, Talon. Hey, Jason. What's I'm going trying on? trying to get in a happy mood. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what? Uh, it's been a while since we've had you on. Yeah, it has been. So, I thought you forgot about me. We didn't forget about you. We've had, don't take this the wrong way, but we've had some important people on. Well, more important than the vice president? Uh, well, expert people. Okay. <laughs> so I thought it would be a good time for us to get a quick update from both of us of some things going on. So do you have any update? I do. I, I mean, I have lots of updates, but we'll see what we can get in in, in yeah. one episode. But my most recent update is sitting right in front of us. Yeah, I'm really been, excited about that. Yeah, it, this was week one for me, although I'm behind. I mean, it's March It's March 10th, so this was the end of week one of collecting and making my maple syrup this year. Uh, building the house and moving in backed me up. I wanted to get tapped and everything in the middle of February, but our close date was... February 14th, so I didn't get a chance to start draining trees until uh, after we were moved in. So this is official week one of maple syrup season for me. I did 16 gallons this weekend, which sounds like a lot, but really isn't a lot because that 16 gallons gave me 51 ounces of maple syrup, so less than half a gallon. I can... I can feel the math geek <laughs> yeah. coming out in you. It is. Putting in case anybody wants to know, that's a 40 to 1 ratio. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it turned out it turned out pretty good. As you're holding it up to the light there, you can see that it's, a, it's not perfectly clear. Like, I'm really working on getting the clarity. This year, I bought some new filters uh, that I had last year. Uh, last year, I just had uh, a couple that came with my kit. They weren't great, and so I bought some good ones this year. But apparently, I filtered wrong because there's a certain temperature you should filter it at. I filtered it right off of the uh, right off of the stove, so everything was still suspended and didn't filter right. So I needed to let it cool down to let that bond break down a little bit uh, to filter it and then heat it back up so I could can it. So that was. My mistake, week one, you know, still learning. This is only the second year I've done this. I'll tell you what, man. It smells amazing. It's it's pretty sweet. It smells yeah. amazing. You should have smelled my house last night. Oh, yeah. man. It was awesome. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I put it on the stove. We went outside. We were playing in the street and came back in like, I don't know, two hours later to check on it. And as soon as you open the door, just like the whole place smelled like that. How, so. how long does it take to go from 16 gallons it depends on the, on the setup that you have. So my setup right now is very, very low tech, low, like 
I'm strictly a hobby, small batch hobby guy. So the easiest thing for me to do is use like a turkey fryer. Right. Uh, that's not the best way to do it because you want more surface area because mm. it'll boil off faster. Right, like right. It's only evaporating in the top of the turkey fryer, which is what, 16 inches across? Yeah, that makes sense. If you get a pan that's like two feet by four feet, now you have eight feet of place for that to evaporate. So it evaporates a lot faster. Uh, for me to do 16 gallons, and I was st- I was stop and start a lot this weekend because I had a three-year-old birthday party to attend, so I couldn't let it continue to boil. <laughs> things you have to look forward to. You know? <laughs> Not if I have any say in it, which I don't. So, so I had to turn it off and then bring it back up to temperature when I got back, so it, it took quite a while. But usually I can do 16 gallons in a day. Uh, with that turkey fryer, if I wake up and started it before seven in the morning, I'm usually done around eight, nine at night. Uh, but because it was start and stop, start and stop, it took me, you know, a couple of days to do it. Which, you know, whatever, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But all right, I gotta try it. Go for it. I gotta try it. I try. I ha- I haven't actually tried it without like I put it in my oatmeal this morning, but I haven't tried it plain. So I'm doing the same thing. Oh man, this isn't that wild. Oh man. <laughs> Wow. I need some waffles now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It does. It tastes really good. All right. So that happy place we were looking for, we just found it, and mm-hmm. it's in this nice little jar that you have here. Yeah, and you can keep that. That's that is – oh, man. That is beautiful. <laughs> it's almost beautiful. like uh, – I don't know. I feel like it's like – I want to call it like buttery. I don't know how to describe food. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has a buttery smell. It has a little buttery, buttery flavor to it. Yeah. You're not going to have to put butter on your pancakes. Or <clears throat> no. I mean, I don't anyways, but and now. Call me crazy. Even a little vanilla. There's definitely some vanilla that comes out of that. Absolutely. Um, that it's just, wow. Wow. Yeah. That you can't, there's, man. there's nothing better. Like even if you go to the store and buy like, you know, real maple syrup, like the maple syrup that's made like that. Right. Like. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't tasted any that's better than, like, one you make yourself. And not only, like, you know, like, even hunting. Yeah. Like, when you skin it and quarter it and butcher it, like, for whatever reason, it just tastes better, yeah. like, when you do the whole process. But because, yeah, like, when Katie and I went for our Alaskan hunting, honeymoon cruise deal that we did, we stopped in Victoria, British Columbia. Well, we're in Canada. I'm going to buy some maple syrup. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny. The little shop that I, I just found a little one, I took it up, and he was like, you know, asking where you're from and stuff. Get a big tourist town. Yeah. And I was saying, I had to get some Canadian maple syrup. He's like, if you want real Canadian maple syrup, like, that's not what you want to get. Yeah. He said, but the other, the real stuff is a little pricey. I said, I don't care. I'm, I'm just buying a little jar. I just, I have to try it. Right. And, I mean, it was good. That was by far the best I've had. And this is better. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Home, homemade, homegrown, all that stuff. It's always better. Yeah. There's just something about it. Yeah. And so let's keep on food for a second because okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to keep going back to that. <laughs> I made. Hey, uh, and that's not even filtered great. Imagine when it's oh, filtered great because all that sediment in there is that they call it sugar sand or nitre, I think is how you say it. Uh, that's all the minerals that come up from the ground that just, you know, don't like get boiled out or filtered out. So they, they, they don't have a great taste to them. Like, if you huh. get that just by itself. Well, it's healthier with it. all those extra nutrients, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> but imagine if once I get it filtered right, it is going to taste even better. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. <laughs> so, this weekend, I I made something that I have never made before. Yeah. I made a neck roast. Did you? 
I did. So uh, I've been on this earth for 34 years, been hunting for 22 and eating venison for probably you know 30 years with my dad hunting and you know yeah. grown up family. Anytime you do any purchase or you know processing, it's always cut the neck. You know, the, you cut the meat off the neck, but you grind it up. Mm-hmm. That's what we've always done. Yeah, I've been trying to. Yeah, that's good burger meat. Right. So uh, you know, because it's a, a tougher part of the deer. Yeah. I've been trying to experiment with some different things, right? Like different recipes, different stuff. Because I get tired of eating the same venison all the time, uh, the same recipes all the time. So Steve Ranella has a recipe for neck roast. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So when I I got my deer processed uh, because I didn't have time to do it myself and didn't have a storage facility and it was too warm to hang, I had them. I said, listen, I want neck roast. So I got two neck roasts out of the dough that I shot. Uh, I left one bone in. I took the bone out of the other one and I put a rub on it, uh, home you know, home mixed rub, and then froze it. So Thursday night, I pulled it out of the freezer, got all thawed. On Saturday morning, I left it on the counter uh, when I got up at like 6 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock, I started the whole process. And all you do is you just sear it on all sides. Uh, I did this in my my Dutch oven, cast iron Dutch oven, with a little bit of oil in it. And then you just cover it with liquid. Ranella's recipe just calls for just broth. Um, but I decided I wanted something a little heartier, so I put some tomato paste in and a little bit of tomato soup. And it baked It baked at 300 degrees for seven and a half hours. Oof, so it was just falling apart. It was the best roast I've ever had. That includes beef. That includes any other cut of the deer. Like To the point where I am now sad that I only have one more neck roast left. Yeah. Like it was unbelievable. And even my dad who likes good food, you know, likes venison. He was like, wow. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like he doesn't eat a whole lot of food. He went back for seconds. It was that good. You know, if people listen to this better be listening around lunchtime. Because... Oh man. <laughs> it's a good thing. I just ate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, when, when I, anytime I make something venison, I always, you know, ask my wife if she would like to try it. She normally says no. And then I say, well, it's really good. You should try it. And she says no. And then I leave it at that because I'm not trying to push it on her. I want her to want to try it, want to like it. You know, this I've told her multiple times, like when I reheat this little bit of meat that I have, like you, you need to try a yeah, bite. Like it is, is that she loves roasts. And I mean, this is. The best roast I've ever, like I said, yeah. I, it just, it's that good that I'm like pushing her that, hey, you need to try this. Yeah. I'm going to have to make good. that now. I'm going Next to, year I shoot, I'm going to have to get a neck roast. I'm going to recommend it for everybody to do because it was just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good. Man. <laughs> now I can't wait to are, go are home. Are you rolling over there? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And. <laughs> need a hanky yeah. uh so what else is going on with you what else do we got going on well now that we're into the house like i'm finally settling down a little bit like getting back into routines i have yet to even go shed hunting which me I'm too usually i'm usually half a dozen times by now so hopefully this week now that the weather's breaking i'll get back out to doing that and try to find a few uh before that getting ramped up for fishing season my kids starting to talk about going fishing which is pretty sweet i didn't bring it up 
he just saw the fishing poles and, you know, asked, hey, Dad, are we going to go fishing? I was like, yeah, perfect, you know, let's, let's go fishing as soon as it gets warm. So we got that coming, and then turkey season soon. Yeah, well, I just shared an article with you about that. You know, I'm getting pumped for turkey season this year. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say I'm pumped, but you're getting there. I'm, you are getting. Uh, there. I'm getting uh, more than anything. It was, I think, cabin fever for me. But um, this past weekend, you know, getting up to camp for a long weekend helped alleviate some of that. Oh, um, but yeah, I am. I, I'm. I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited. I'm. I'm ready to get back out in the woods, but. Um, I'm not as turkey crazy as you. I know you aren't, but you will be. Okay. You kill another one. I hope so. You kill another one. <laughs> it's going to happen. I know uh, <laughs> my wife is putting some pressure on me with the turkey hunting because while she probably likes that. Yeah, while yeah. she's not huge into the idea of, of pheasant or venison, that she loved the two things I made with my turkey from this past spring. So. Yeah. That's a little bit of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I know she likes it, so you I better buy you that know. bonus tag. Yeah, I had a hard time. It took me until what three days before the last day to shoot the first one. So yeah, well, that article that you sent, the the guy in the order was that he'd rather hunt the last day than the first day. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've been putting that to the test, and it didn't matter what day. So. We'll see. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll be going to be talking about it on a podcast before uh, turkey season comes around because we still get a couple of months for that. But it's never too early to start thinking about turkey season. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to wait until May in Pennsylvania. Is it? It's the first weekend of May this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm seeing people posting on social media from down south already hunting turkey, and it's like, man, I know. You know, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know that I'm ready to go like tomorrow, but you know, at least middle of April, I'm starting to April see him. or something. I'm starting yeah. To see him again. Oh, That's we saw all kinds of turkey excited. this weekend. Unbelievable turkey everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's a shame we have to wait as long as we do. Well, you know, the follow what the biologists say. That's right. what they say to do. And I mean, you know, and if we want the population, right. you know, cause right now I, th- I, I think they're kind of like, it's patchy. Like, it is I know a little. spots that I can go and I know I'm going to see turkey, and then places where five years ago where I knew I was going to see turkey, they're they're nowhere to be found over there. You know. It's yeah, just... the graph of the overall population numbers has dipped a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it, it's patch. I mean, areas where there's turkeys, there's I there mean, are turkeys. Huge, I, we, I saw fifty in a field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just huge flocks right now yeah. all over the place. You know where you can find them. So they're definitely there. What else? What else you got? What else do I got? Well, you know I moved into a housing place. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's why does everybody say it's so like sad? It's actually it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Mm. I had deer in my backyard the other day. That's good. Yeah. So like there was Of course. Like, oh, cool. They adapt to you know? suburbia. Yeah. And there and I saw so I went I'm like, Oh, I saw a deer, I'm like, I wonder maybe if I can throw up a tree stand behind my house because the the property of the like the housing plan loops around like the whole this I forget what it is like 50 acres where the houses are but they have like 20 acres like on hillside that they can't build houses that they just own and uh, like if they own it because we're in the HOA like you can walk on it like and go in it so I'm pretty sure I could throw a tree stand so I went for a walk I was I bumped deer I saw a bunch of trails through there so I might be trying to shoot a deer in my backyard in a housing plan that'd be nice yeah. There's right. lots of people to do it. I, I know. Mean, so that'd be something different. You know, I mean, I, I feel like hunting 
down here at a farm is like weird because they're a house. Right, from what I'm, we're I'm, used to. I'm gonna yeah, be like waving to my neighbor, and his, <laughs> well, his watching house. TV through well, his window. Yeah, exactly. Have, hey, can you turn that TV a little bit so I can watch the game while I'm sitting here? But you know, so I, I don't know. I might, I might be, I might be trying to throw up a tree stand back there. I went for a walk the other day and bumped deer, saw a fox. Oh, cool! Which the fox was, you know, twenty yards from my huh. backyard, which was which red was fox. Pretty cool, gray, gray. Oh, yeah, then I tried to do a little trapping. Yeah, too back there. Yeah, which like I was telling my wife, I'm like, this is like little kid heaven. Yeah, you know, because you got all this around, and I'm like, he should never want for money. Go cut your neighbor's grass, mm-hmm. shovel in driveways, the creek that would go trap, you know, like he's got stuff he should be able to do. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's what, everything's like revolved around that right now. It makes sense. With my it life. Makes sense. So. That, that'll be my, a good bit of my summer since we're remodeling the kitchen. Yeah. It'll be dealing with that for a couple of weeks in the summer. And yeah, I feel month. like once I get to the summer and we get everything where it needs to be and get the garden in and all that's done. Then I'll be able to kind of spread back out. And yeah, you, do what I about was doing. about the time you start to decompress is when I'm going to start yeah. stressing out. Yeah, so that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll be able to start going to camp again, and all that <laughs> stuff. You know? So, but yeah, what about you? Oh man, it's been it's been busy. It's been busy. We got our first official partner, business partner with. Um, not going to make the announcement of who that is yet. Um, but we did get our first business partner, so that's fun. Uh, a couple more in the works. A um, couple weekends ago, I spoke at an outdoorsman event yeah, cool. at a local church, which was cool. Uh, the local game warden who's new to that area, he spoke and played a video about CWD. And then Brad Clinton of um, Tom Bob Outdoors, uh, also spoke as well and played a couple videos and they gave us, you know, it was, uh, I think it was $15 and you got a dinner and everything was not everything. Most of it was wild game type stuff. Uh, gave me some new ideas for some possible recipes and it was, it was just a cool event just to, just to be around, you know, like-minded people. It was yeah. really cool. And that's outreach for what we're doing. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Got to let people know what our plans are, what, you know, why we're existing, um, which was, it, it was cool to get to talk to people and answer questions that I didn't necessarily think of ahead of time. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, I gave like a 10 minute talk about hunter recruitment and mentoring new hunters, uh, which if, you know, for those of you listening, if you weren't at the event, uh, it was pretty limited uh, seating uh, and obviously very local. But if you want to hear what I said, there's a uh, article post last week, last Thursday. Uh, so if you want uh, to read the rough transcript, you know, I didn't speak exactly those words. Uh, but if you want to read the rough transcript of it, it's up there on the website on on our blog. Yeah, which it was good. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was just a fun time. Uh, my wife came with me. Uh, to sort of help man the table that we were at before and after and uh, be moral support. And uh, my parents ended up showing up, too, just to take it in and, and see what was there. It was it was a good time. Yeah, I really good. enjoyed it. So, and then this last weekend, man, we I, I, I was off the grid all weekend. Life's good when you're off. Oh, man, it was nice. 
Uh, and we, my, my father and I met a game commission biologist uh, for our region on our property at our cavern. And she walked the property with us, uh, gave us ideas of things that we could be doing habitat-wise, basically told us what the path we're on is the right path, uh, but we need to focus it a little bit on a couple of specific projects to really get the most bang for our buck. Uh, she'll be writing up an actual like plan plan for this, uh, hoping to have her on as a guest to talk about the plan and talk right. about like what all goes into it and why she made the decision, stuff like that. Don't know if that's going to happen or not, but hoping. Um, it was just, it was interesting. Uh, found out that we might, that we f- confirmed that we have way too many deer yeah. on our property. The browse is just, un- it's, it's so over browsed. It's unbelievable, which is part of the reason why we're not getting the tree regeneration that we feel like we should. So she recommended that we get involved in the DMAP, uh, program. So we'll be applying for that once we get her written plan. And then she also brought up uh, EQIP, which is part of the farm bill. Uh, it's, uh, oh, what is it, Environmental Environment Quality Initiative Program. It's basically CRP, but it's a little more broad. You don't have to be a farm to do it. Uh, so we'll, we would, we're looking into applying for that, uh, which would just give us a little financial assistance to do the management forest management projects we're doing because you know some of the herbicides we need to buy are pretty pricey so not that's not a guarantee we're going to get anything you know we're talking even if we do would be like 35 cents an acre which isn't a whole lot but you know a couple bucks is a 20 bucks bucks. is 20 bucks i mean we're not you know so we're, we're looking into that as well so it was just it was cool if nothing else just to walk the property with someone that knows what to look for right and to listen to what she had to say and, and decide like, yes, we should, we should be doing this or focus on something else. Right. So that was nice. And then, um, you know, overseeded, uh, some oats in the two different food plots to try to, we're trying to go green. A little frost seed. Yeah. We're, we, we did disc up a little bit to try to help get it into the ground. Uh, we're trying to, reduce the amount of fertilizer we need to put down. So the idea is using green manure, you know, these oats, let them stand, kill them, and then just lay them over with the seed underneath, and eventually that'll turn to dirt. We'll see if it works, but we're going to try it. And took the dogs training on Sunday. Yeah, we went to a game land to do a little training, and uh, didn't. we figured we wouldn't find any pheasants there. You know, being socked, we figured they didn't make it over to winter, which we didn't, but, but... We did find two woodcock. Did you? Both dogs went on point on a woodcock, and uh, two of them ended up getting up. Really? Which was really cool. I did not expect to see woodcock this time of year Right there, but that was cool to see. That was awesome. Good. So you've been busy. I've been busy. Been a lot busier in the outdoors than I have. Yeah, yeah. Trying, <laughs> but like I said, we'll switch that soon enough. Yeah, that's going to switch real <laughs> soon here. I have a feeling. So, yeah, good. Yeah, man, just uh, normal stuff, you know, trying to get some content out there a little bit as well. And, yeah, I'd say you're uh, doing pretty good on that. Yeah, so you're doing the, a lot better than me. Well, I know you told me to, well, and I've been slacking. Well, this week, your uh, Cabin Fever article is going to be going up on Thursday. So, oh, there you go. Uh, be, so everybody can do the things that I say to do but didn't get to do. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that new article. Uh, they'll be up there. It's a, 
It's a good article. I like it. Thanks. A lot of good ideas out there. Thanks. Oh, um, Got to keep busy, man. I used a couple of them. <laughs> I was going to say, because then if, if your wife sees you sitting around, she might ask you to do something at yeah. home. So you got you to gotta find something to do with hunting, fishing related, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got for you today. We're excited about what we've been doing. Talon's maple syrup tasted amazing. And he's excited to be in his new house. I'm excited to meet with that biologist. That was awesome. And to do some of the habitat projects and just break that cabin fever that I had. Um, More than anything, probably most excited about that neck roast. Telling you, anyone out there that's a deer hunter, neck roast. That's the way to do it. I'll be posting the recipe that I used, uh, modified it to my liking. I'll be posting that recipe uh, here in the next couple weeks, so be on the lookout for that on our blog. Big thing I want to ask from everyone today is if you could give us a review on Google Play or on Apple iTunes. Five stars would be great, but give us your honest opinion. If you write a review... What I'm going to do for you is give you a free Conservation Unfiltered Podcast sticker. All you have to do is do that rating review, take a screenshot of your review, and email it to us. We'll ask you for your contact information, and we'll send it out to you. So if you want a free sticker, give us a review. Until next week, when we talk to Brian Kaiser... Uh, who is a wildlife investigator from Ohio. Uh, We're going to be talking to him, but we're actually going to be talking mainly about his honeybees. So join us next week, and until then, stay wild. Mm